just in. Amazing scenes over at the Release the Clown Studios. Nick, what's going on? Well, it's mayhem here, Alex. Uh, it looks to me like the Release the Clowns team are gearing up for some sort of TV special. A TV special, Nick? What would that involve? Well, it seems to be involving the stringing together of a number of sketches, all based around television programmes. Oh, that sounds very special indeed, Nick. Extremely special. Unprecedented, perhaps. Would you say it's unprecedented? <laughs> Yes, Alex, unprecedented is the word that I would use. Thanks, Nick. Tonight's headlines again. Release the clowns on TV. That's all for this week. But join us next week when John will be selecting a golden Labrador puppy for guide dog training. Yes, and Peter will be showing us how to make a scale model of York Minster out of old coat hangers. And Susan will be entering the ring for a sparring session with unified world heavyweight champion Anthony Joshua. What? So it's goodbye from us till then. No. Goodbye. Hold on. Goodbye. Release the clowns! And you join us here for the 3.30 at Kempton Park for the Tiddles Cat Food and Axe Yard Steaks. Here's a list of the runners and the odds. The 2-1 to one favourite is a beautiful mover called Abergavenny in Wales. Then we have the stand side at 3-1, to one, nothing whatsoever. The horse in fourth place and neck and neck taking 5-1. to 7-1 to one is the loser. A couple of the Aga Khan's horses at 10-1, to one, the second fence and his fat hairy legs. By ahead, the far side and shot in the paddock are taking 12s. At 15 to 1 on its own is a riderless horse. Then 18 to 1 at Boris Johnson. I'd like to see that and on the rails. 20 to 1 is up the back straight and 100 to 1, there's a camel. They're under starter's orders now. And they're off. And it's the stand side on the far side and the far side on the stand side, neck and neck with nothing whatsoever from Abergavenny in Wales, followed by the second fence on the rails, the horse in fourth place by ahead from Boris Johnson, the loser. His fat hairy legs chased by a rideless horse shot in the paddock. I'd like to see that up the back straight and there's a camel. Coming up to the first fence now, they're bunching, there's some argy-bargy there, not the horse argy-bargy, she's running in the four o'clock. It's the stand side and the far side, neck and neck on the rails, the stand side and the far side on the rails, and oh, the stand side clips the far side and the back side, they're both upside down now, the race, well, I haven't seen an incident like that since Suck My Duck, Noble Lou Vicar in the 78 National. And now it's on the rails, leading nothing whatsoever, neck and neck with Abergavenny in Wales, the second fence by ahead from the horse in fourth place, Boris Johnson, the loser, shot in the paddock, I'd like to see that, a rideless horse, his fat hairy legs up the back straight, and there's a camel. Coming up to the second now, on the rails, over nicely with nothing whatsoever, Abergavenny in Wales, neck and neck with the second fence, but wait, the second fence has fallen at the second fence, what bitter irony. Of course, fell at the same fence in this race last year. But the rest of the field are over that safely as they head towards the third. It's on the rails leading nothing whatsoever. Neck and neck with Abergavenny in Wales, the horse in fourth place. Shot in the paddock by a head from Boris Johnson, the loser. A riderless horse, his fat hairy legs up the back straight. I'd like to see that. And there's a camel. 
And what a glorious sight this is. All these magnificent, lithe stallions and fillies pounding hard as thousands of racegoers watch from the stands, some of whom aren't even problem gamblers. It's what racing's all about. Coming up to the third and there's some movement in the field. A rideless horse causing some problems and it's a rideless horse taking Boris Johnson up the back straight and I'd like to see that as they come over the third. Racing hard now and nothing whatsoever takes the lead so it's nothing whatsoever. On the rails in second, Abergavenny in Wales in third and the horse in fourth place in fourth place. A rideless horse shot in the paddock, neck and neck with Boris Johnson, the loser, by a head from his fat hairy legs up the back straight. I'd like to see that and there's a camel at the fourth and nothing whatsoever has fallen. Nothing whatsoever has fallen at the fourth so I don't know why I'm making such a fuss about it. The rest are over that safely. The loser making up some places but there's a battle in the middle of the field. It's Boris Johnson and his fat hairy legs but Boris Johnson's fading and his fat hairy legs are full of running and Boris Johnson's overtaken by his fat hairy legs. Back at the front, it's Abergavenian Wales on the rails with a riderless horse straining hard as they come up to the last and Abergavenian Wales falls on the rails, is off the rails and a riderless horse unseats his jockey. Oh dear, what a pile-up. They might have to be shot in the paddock. Yes, shot in the paddock takes the lead. Neck and neck with the horse in fourth place, the loser, his fat hairy legs by ahead from Boris Johnson. I'd like to see that. Out the back straight and there's a camel. And now it's literally neck and neck between Shot in the Paddock and the loser. But the loser's edging away and now it's neck and neck between Shot in the Paddock, the horse in fourth place and his fat hairy legs. But oh, look at that. There's a camel. There's a camel moving up through the field. There's a camel by a head from Boris Johnson. There's a camel overtaking his fat hairy legs. And at the line, the winner is the loser, the horse in fourth place in second. And there's a camel in third. Release the clowns. Millennials, have you hit that quarter-life crisis? No money, no future career, renting all your life? Tired of materialistic consumerism? Want to make a change? Then why not buy Minimalism for Beginners? Minimalism? But what's that? Minimalism is the latest craze everyone's talking about. Our handy minimal kit teaches you to release yourself from ties to cluttered objects and meaningless possessions. But how does the training work? It's simple! Use our kit to slowly start removing all unnecessary items from your life. Use the scissor kit to cut up all your clothes, our handy flamethrower to burn all your furniture, and our pop-up lawyer to legally disown all property ties. But how do I know this is the right choice for me? Well, don't just take our word for it. Have a listen to some of the great reviews we've received. I've been taking minimalism super seriously. I've broken up with my boyfriend, sold my phone, severed all materialistic ties with my friends and family, and now my life finally feels bare and minimal. Minimalism's been an amazing journey for me. I started out with everything, and now I have nothing. Thanks, minimalism. I now apply minimalism to all aspects of my life. Not only do I no longer top up my bank account, I make sure I only eat the bare minimum. My parents are worried, but since I started ghosting them, I don't care. For some people, clearing out all the clutter just isn't enough. They take minimalism further, like Dave, who cut out all the vowels from his life. It was very, very difficult. That's nothing. Or you've cut out all movement from my life. Or you haven't left my room in three years. Wow. Well, I'm convinced. Minimal life, minimal strife. And it sounds similar to millennial. And by God, I already know I love anything about me. We know! Why not start your minimalist journey today? Who knows how little you'll find? 
All materialism training kits sold separately. Recommended retail price $42.95. Absolutely no refunds accepted. We don't want that stuff cluttering up our workplace. Release the clowns. Turning to our main item, I can confirm that in the last few minutes, Rebels have launched a full-scale assault. We're going live to our correspondent on the ground. Robert, what's happening there? Here in the capital, Kate, the suddenness and ferocity of the rebel attack has caught them totally unprepared. The first bombs fell on streets thronged with people returning home in workwear or dressed up for a night out. The resulting carnage chilled me to the core. Can you tell us what you saw, Robert? Yes, Kate, but I must warn listeners that they may find my report disturbing. Just minutes ago, as the bullets flew, I watched a group of young men sprinting across the street. Fleeing for their lives? Yes, Kate. In unbranded trainers. I'm sorry, Robert. I may have misheard that. Unbranded trainers, Kate. It was harrowing. What about casualties, Robert? The first casualty of war is style. No, Robert. It's people. Tell me about the human casualties. They're everywhere, Kate. There's a young woman being hauled from the rubble. Her rescuers are led by one of many volunteers who, with emergency services at breaking point, have courageously undertaken the search for survivors. Tragically, he's clad in chinos and crocs. Is that relevant? It's the combo, Kate. The combo. The young woman, Robert. What state is she in? She's in a real state. Ugg boots. (sighs) We need to know about casualty numbers, troop dispositions, the relief effort, not footwear. Until you can tell me something useful, I'll talk to an expert. Colonel Janner, you're a senior analyst at the MOD. What's your take? The situation is bleak, Kate. The rebels hold the main roads into the city and control both banks of the river. With supply routes cut, could we be facing a humanitarian catastrophe? That's right. They've overrun 90% of designer boutiques, so... uh... Really? Robert? Thanks, Kate. I'm with an expert, too. Our fashion correspondent. Tatiana, any thoughts? Um, sanctions? Maybe a no-fly zone? Sanctions wouldn't even scratch the surface, Tatiana. There are shell suits here. Oh dear, we've lost Robert. Moments ago, UN Special Envoy Kirov gave this briefing. I come from video conference with President, and I am concerned by his response to this emerging crisis. During our discussion, it became apparent he was wearing tie with button-down shirt. I mean, WTF. Ego, release the gloves. Staff announcement, can a member of staff make their way to aisle six for spillage? That's 17 pounds and sixpence. Have you got a reward card? Uh, no. Uh, Sandra? Oh, hello, Marie. Oh, actually, I'm glad you're here. I could do with some more pound coins. Um, Sandra. What is it, Marie? I don't know how to tell you this, Sandra. I'm taking you off the till. What? Don't make this any harder than it already is. This isn't you talking, is it, Marie? This has come from upstairs. You know if it was up to me. Those damn suits. They don't like the way I work and they can't stand the fact that I get results. It's not that. Then what is it? It's your tea break. So that's what this is all about. Tea. Tea. 
and doing things by the book. A 15-minute break every three hours. No one knows that better than you. And what if I don't want a break? Huh. You really went and did it, didn't you? You got involved. Remember your first day? I told you, working the till is... Well, the only way to get through it is to treat it like... Like a job. Like any other job. Okay, you don't want a break. But it's not about what you want. It's about what they want. Who? You know who. Usdor. The Union of Shop Distributive and Allied Workers. I should have known. They can't take me off the till, Marie. I'm close to nailing this. Um, can I have my change? Do you know how long my mum worked in the supermarket? 27 years. 27. She had to type in the prices herself. No barcodes. Can you imagine that? They say she could key in 70 prices a minute. She gave the supermarket the best years of her life and what did they do? She moved to Spain. She moved to Spain. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Nwinda's coming on in one minute. Just give me 24 hours! Can't do it, Sandra. We close at nine. You'd be sitting here on your own in the dark. Then let me hit the aisles. I can go and price up the special offers. Damn it, I can't have a loose cannon running round the store. And who's going to stop me? You? The suits? Sandra, I'm going to have to ask you for your gun. You can't take my pricing gun, Marie. We've been through too much together. You know the rules, Sandra. I owe everything to this gun. In all the times I've had her, she's never jammed on me. Even when we had all those pineapples left over. Okay, okay, keep the damn gun. But if I don't see you out on that fire escape in five minutes, smoking a fag and reading TV choice, I'll have your badge. And then people won't know what you're called. Okay, Marie, you win. But will you do one last thing for me? I can't. For God's sake, Sandra, let it go. Just walk away. I want you to run a price check for me. God damn it. It's a twin pack of one and a half litre Tropicana orange juice. Don't do this to me, you crazy mother... Just one little check. Who's to know? You're asking me to put my job on the line. You know how to contact me. I'll be... Out, out on, on the fire, fire escape in five, five minutes, minutes, smoking a bag and, and reading TV, TV choice. <laughs> Go on, get your sorry ass off this shop floor before I call a code 99 and have security throw it out. Oh, and Sandra? What? That twin pack of orange juice. Regular or extra smooth? <laughs> um, I still haven't got my change. Step away from the vehicle, keep your hands where I can see them and slowly release the clowns. So come on down to Sid Cup World of Sheds where we've got shed loads of sheds and a whole lot more. I'm Becky Trimble, local radio journalist and I've been given unfettered access to a legendary local business, Sid Cup World of Sheds. This is what I discovered. Yes, those new wheelie bin stores are amazing. And they'll be in stock from tomorrow, so brace yourselves for the rush. Okay, are you ready to sell some sheds along with other garden accoutrements? Yay! Great! Remember, live our values and let's be helpful out there. Sorry to bother you, but do you sell anything other than sheds? Well, we do literally have a world of sheds, but we've also got 
Summer houses, greenhouses, playhouses, wendy houses, log cabins, gazebos, arbors, archers, planters, raised beds, patio heaters, Emma Beasley has been the Sidcup World of Sheds top salesperson for the last seven years. And here she is giving a masterclass in upselling. Darren, I'll be honest with you. For me, it's not just about selling a shed. It's about selling a dream. Ah, I hadn't thought of it like that. Imagine sitting on your brand new garden bench under your new pergola of honeysuckle and jasmine, warming yourself by your new fire pit. Yeah, I can see it. One arm around your wife, a cool beer in the other hand, relaxed and happy in the knowledge that all your garden tools are safely stored away in your brand new goldfinch shed. Yeah. Yes, I'll do it. I'll take the lot, the shed, the bench, the pergola, and the fire pit. Paddling pools, hot tubs, trampolines, water features, rockeries, dining sets, barbecues, garden offices, garden gyms, bike stores, log stores, bench stores, cushion stores. Some people would say, selling sheds, how boring is that? So how do you keep your enthusiasm? That's easy. We're all shed heads, really. We live sheds. First thing in the morning, last thing at night, I'm thinking, sheds. And that's not sad. That's beautiful. It's the freedom. I mean, having a big shed, it's like riding a Harley Davidson. There's nothing as evocative as the latent power of a big shed. Sod dogs. Sheds are a man's best friend. I've got a Stan Wilton Tun and Groove Apex Shed tattooed across my back, just above my arse. You know, to give my lovers that extra push over the edge. Tool stores, compost bins, lean-tos, trellises, lattices, swings, slides, monkey bars, hammocks, huts, hermitages and gnomes. Great. I was just thinking of getting a... Water baths, decking, patios, parasols, swing seats, outdoor beanbags, garden cinemas, dog kennels, rabbit hutches, bird feeders, bird baths and nuclear bunkers. Right. I'm really looking for a pair of secateurs. Oh, you'll be wanting B&Q. Um, other end of the high street, just on the left. Have a lovely day. Today I feared I was coming into the heart of darkness. The brutal, cutthroat world of outdoor space management, where one wrong move could see you dumped into a wood chipper. But the reality is very different. It's a bright world, a happy world, a world of Monty Don, Gay Search, and Alan Titchmarsh. It's a world where sheds are the places we can store the tools we need to build a better future. It's Sidcup World of Sheds. Yeah. If I didn't have sheds to sell, I'd probably go on one of them killing sprees. And for those of you watching in Wales, release the clones. That's all for this week, but join us next week when John will be judging the Model Village of the Year Award. Peter will be demonstrating some interesting ways to use discarded egg boxes. And as for Susan, there'll be hippos, Ooh. crocodiles huh? and man-eating sharks. What the? All things found in the Zambezi River. Uh. And next week, they'll be joined by Susan. Uh. On a tightrope. So, it's goodbye from us till then. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. It's a bloody stitch-up.
This summer on BBC Pie. Nobody be a hero and nobody gets hurt. The number one drama returns. Four masked men have held up a fruit convoy. Oh no, don't tell me. They've taken all the green citrus fruit. Conspiracies are unmasked. Only a copper would have known they were carrying more than just lemons. Friendships are tested. I'm trying to help you out. Now tell me why there's a bag full of tangy vitamin C bombs under your floorboards. And trusts are betrayed. Tell me straight, son. Is that your gin and tonic? No! Is it, Dave? Yes, but it's not how it looks. It looks like a slice. It is! In the scurvy-busting final season of Lime of Duty. What did I tell you, son? If you want the truth, follow the limes. Coming soon, Lime of Duty. Release the clans! Michael was born with a debilitating brain disorder. It was a nightmare. He was never able to be a normal, happy little boy. For the first 18 years of his life, he was unable to communicate his needs, perform basic tasks or play with his siblings. We never gave up, but things seemed so dark, so very, very dark. That is, until six months ago, when a revolutionary new treatment transformed Michael's life. Suddenly, he was able to live a fulfilling existence. But tragically, Michael's recovery revealed an underlying condition which had lain dormant until now. Something truly awful. What are you two bollocking on about? Shut your noise! Because Michael, we now know, is an arsehole. Oi, Mum! Where's my tea, you old bat? And he's not the only one. There are arseholes everywhere. But there is a solution. And that's why we're appealing to you. With your help, Michael and all the arseholes like him can be cured. Get a cloth, Mum. There's piss all over the floor. Ow! Together, we can end the scourge of arseholes. Arseholes like him. Oi, darling. Darling, over here. I've got something for you. Oi! Oi! <sighs> Lesbian. Ow! Or her. Of course a 4x4 the size of an assault vehicle is necessary for the team's school run. And the disabled space is the only place I can park it. Ow! And arseholes like them. We've worked hard for everything we've got. Which is what these benefits types need to understand. Ow! 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 It's not as if I'm some privileged Eton boy. Just a minor public school in Cambridge for me. And another thing, I'm not a racist, but these so-called refugees... Ow! That's painful. For some arseholes, one treatment is not nearly enough, and that's why we need your help. So dig deep, and together we can make arseholes a thing of the past. Go to www pandthatarsehole.org and donate today. Don't delay. You never know what sort of arsehole is waiting round the corner. 
Yeah, let's take a thought shower on this and then drill down on how we can maximize synergy for all the stakeholders. <laughs> That's all for this week, but join us next week when John will be dib-dib-dibbing with the Cub Scouts, who are supporting lonely local pensioners through the medium of dance. Peter will be sharing ten great ways to make Christmas decorations from recycled tin cans. And Susan... Ah, what now? ...is going for a sleepover. Oh, thank heavens. Is it Girl Guides? At the notorious Maximum Security Angola Prison in Louisiana. Huh? Home to some of the USA's most what? violent and psychotic <laughs> criminals. No way. Better pack your gym jams, Sue. So it's goodbye from us till then. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. You know I get paid 40% less than you pair of... Release the clowns. Okay, Griff, this is the crucial scene. We have to nail this one if this is going to be the searing indictment of female sexual exploitation we dreamed of making. Mm, spot on, Aiden. We're not making generic misery porn here. This is important. And it all comes down to this dead girl. What's her name? She's every woman, Griff. In death, she judges us all. The script says corpse. Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Uh, corpse? Is that a name now? Shush, corpse. We don't need distractions. I don't know, guys. This doesn't look quite right. I think it's the way she's laying. I see dead, but not tragic consequence of toxic masculinity. What if we were to shift her slightly so we see more face? Good idea. Angela, could you just adjust her slightly? Like so? Try more the other way. Oh, This? Great. And extend her legs slightly? Stop that! Slightly more, so we can see some thigh. Get off! That's better. Now we're getting to the truth about violence against women. There's still something not quite right, though. What is it? The violence is clear, but we have to see sexual violence. Oh, I know. Uh, What if we twist her slightly at the pelvis, so we see her front and back? Tits and arse, you mean? You know what, Corpse? I'm starting to think you're not really interested in taking on the forces of male repression. Right. Angela, could you just do the... Uh, Oh, oh, is this good? Perfect. But I still think we could do more to underline the insidious nature of the systematic abuse of young girls. What if we got the badge on her school blazer more and a shot? And undid the next two buttons on her blouse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and got some lippy on her, yes. What have you got, Angela? Um, oh, Harlot Scarlet? That glistens nicely. Yeah. Great, that's just the ticket. Uh-huh. You're worse than they are, you know. Don't move, you'll smear it. How's that? Yeah. Now that is a sexy corpse. Yeah. High five. (laughs) I reckon any predatory pedophiles watching this are going to be feeling pretty uncomfortable now. 
release the clowns and the dirt is gone. Hello, I'm Jemima Tufnut and welcome to What Are You Doing? The only political debate that asks politicians, what are you doing? I'm joined tonight by Emily Lavington, the chief whip of the posh party. Good evening. Alf Smith, the prime glottal stopper of the scumbag party. All right. And inexplicably by street performance poet Pete the Poet. Hi or low. The kids so don't So Emily know- Lavington, the government's in disarray because a big thing's gone wrong again. What are you doing? First of all, I'd like to make one thing clear. Nantwich means Nantwich. Rubbish. Our policy has been, right from the start, that the Nantwich people voted for is the Nantwich they will get. So, what you're saying is, Nantwich means Nantwich. Yes. Alf Smith? The fact is, if you go back 17 years, you'll find that people don't know what Nantwich they were voting for. Nantwich means one thing to one person, and Nantwich means another thing to another person. Which Nantwich they want and which Nantwich they get are two very different things. No, I have to disagree. The point is, in this situation, and I can't stress this enough, jelly is ice cream. It is? Of course it isn't. Under this government, jelly hasn't been ice cream for over five years. I'm sorry, but I have statistics from the OECD proving that under this government, jelly has been ice cream month on month for the last 23 months. Pete the Poet, I can't imagine what you could possibly add to this, but you're big on YouTube and we're trying to attract a younger audience. So, what do you think? You've got to keep it real to feel the meal deal. Don't hurry that much flurry. Live the dream. Jelly and ice cream. And that's Uh, what passes for street poetry, is it? Actually, I think what Pete the Poet has highlighted here is vitally important. You can't have jam today and jam tomorrow. Oh, that's just a typical fudge from the posh party. A jam fudge. That's a strong accusation. She knows that we can have jam today, but her party aren't looking hard enough for it in the back of the cupboard. That is nonsense. Just yesterday, the governor of the Bank of England admitted that we can't have jam today because Nanny hasn't been to the shops. Who are you going to believe? Alf Smith, who if he were voted into office, would plunge the country into a catastrophic five-bean soup, or my nanny? The choice for the country is stark. At least we'd be tough on pie and tough on the causes of pie. Pete the Poet. I made a cake. It weren't no fake. I want to eat it, but I think Actually, it's... shut up. Oh. Right, we've got to cut to an ad break now so we can pay for all this nonsense. We'll be right back when we'll be asking Irish stew, true or flaze? <laughs> Release the Clowns starred Phil Whelans, Joe Tilly, Casper Michaels, Gemma Layton, Phil Nice, Amy Holmes, Lenny Pickardafnis, Alex Marion, Holly Meachin, Nick Hildred, Karen Morden, Dan Willis and Martin Hyder. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Alf Oldman, Dan Willis and Phil Whelans. The social media grand coiffeur is Dan Willis and styling the whole ensemble are Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. If you're enjoying the show and are thinking, wouldn't it be nice if Release the Clowns had a higher profile, then head over to podbean.com and follow us. The more followers we have, the more visible we are. It really is just a few clicks. And turning on your computer. And buying and setting up your computer in the first place. Yes, so long as you've spent a grand or two on a computer, set it up, turned it on and launched the internet, then it really is just a few clicks. Simple. See you in two. (laughs) 